0: Hello and welcome to another fantabulous episode of the OST Party. This is a movie soundtrack podcast where movie fans and music fans get together and have a rocking good time talking about all your favorite movie soundtracks and or other things. Because this is one of our patented on the fives episodes where we get to do kind of whatever we want. Uh, hi, my name is Joseph Wade. I'll be your host for this evening. Here with me tonight is my lovely and belligerent Padawan, uh, Libby Cudmore. Libby, what's shaking?
1: Tonight, we're going to be playing one of our favorite games. This is one we kind of touched on back in our episode on the Star Wars Holiday Special. Mm-hmm. And it's a game we like to call, here's some money, go see a Star War. <laughs> in it, and this is something like you and I have been doing since we first started emailing and kind of hanging out in the digital space uh was making up star wars movies it's our favorite hobby (laughs) and we've made up some good ones
0: because i think we decided early on that like the best star wars movie is the one that exists in your own head
1: and i was actually telling someone about our danny mcbride walton goggins hard r star wars and i was describing it to them in great detail he's like that's amazing. You have three parallel storylines running. This is incredible. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> I know
0: Star Wars. Yeah, we know what we're doing. This is, this is Phantom Menace-level storytelling here, people.
1: Exactly. So what <laughs> we're going to do tonight, we've actually picked ten pop songs inspired by Star Wars, and they will be our launching pad for uh, Here's Some Money, Go See a Star War. <laughs> it's a major motion picture, Michael. How much could it cost? Ten (laughs) dollars. So we will be giving each other two actors and the other person will then have to create in very short order a brand new Star Wars film starring these actors and inspired by and presumably titled after the song. We've got some crazy ones on here. Yes. A lot of genres.
0: Yes. And this is going to be a fun little improv game here. I'm a little nervous, but I think we can do it. I think this is going to be fun.
1: I think um, so. This is something we've been doing for years now. And hey, feel free to write into us at ostpartypod at gmail.com and give us your Star Wars pitch. Please absolutely. play along. Uh, put here's some money. Go see a Star War in the subject line. We'll read our favorites on our next episode.
0: That's right. Uh, speaking of next episodes, let's talk about our past episode where we discussed the Brendan Fraser film Blast from the Past. We did a poll nah, for that. Fraser film. Fest. Yes, Fraser Fest uh, continues on, but this starts right here. Where we talked about Blast from the Past, and we asked you what the best song from that album was. And we had a two-way tie for first place. So Long Toots and Honey Please both got 40% of the vote uh mr Zootsuit had 20 percent of the vote and then uh rounding it out with with a big old goose egg uh randy newman's political science that not even i dared to vote for
1: right we don't like randy newman this is an anti randy newman podcast he knows what he did
0: i don't even know why oh. i put it on there because i knew it was not okay. gonna win
1: <laughs> thanks to those who uh came out in support of so long toots
0: yeah I mean, really thanks thanks for that. everybody who, who votes in these polls, because we know we know we're obnoxious, but we at least appreciate everybody playing along with us. I don't know what kind of poll we'll do for this next episode, but uh, we'll,
1: we'll let you vote on your favorite uh, Star War that you're going to go see.
0: Oof, Yeah, <laughs> there we go.
1: The Joe versus Libby poll.
0: Oh, man, I know how these go.
1: I'm rally all my friends to vote for my Star War.
0: I'll just rally all of my Twitter accounts to vote for my Star War. Where do we want to start tonight? Because we've got our, our 10 songs selected. We've got each of us have five. Um,
1: who wants to go first? We're going to start with 2017's The Ultimate Jedi Who Wastes All the Other Jedi and Eats Their Bones by The Mountain Goats. <laughs> now, this was a single, so it did not appear on an album. Let's go to a clip.
0: Do your best in the city or in swamp Peace over anger, honor over hate.
1: At the end of all your days, one Jedi waits for you. With the dust of Jedi bones piled high like parsnips on his plate. With the (laughs) dust of Jedi bones. Okay. Your actors are Rita Moreno and Jeff Goldblum.
0: Okay, I think I can make this work. (laughs) the the angle i'm coming at this from is like i'm trying to incorporate this like think about what so, what movie this song sounds like it might be from so if you're giving me rita moreno and jeff Goldblum, i'm already kind of in the headspace of like this sounds like the song like an ironic in credit song you'd hear in like an a24 elevated horror movie
1: like the green knight almost
0: Kind of like the Green Knight, or I don't know if it's A24, but like that Bones and All movie that came out last year where it's it's about cannibals, but not really about cannibals.
1: Okay. So that give me kind the, of a thing. Give me the pitch.
0: All right. The pitch is, uh, so Jeff Goldblum obviously is the mentor to a, a new young Jedi who does not realize yet what path he is on. Because the rumors have been put out there that there's this I mean, the title, it says it does what it says on the tin. There's this ultimate Jedi out there who, rumor has it, has been killing other Jedi and eating them whole. And Jeff Goldblum wants to train this new young Padawan to be the one to eventually uh take this Jedi down. And he's going to be very straightforward and honest with him and to this is this is a a Descent into hell, you are journeying down. Be prepared. <laughs> and all I can say then is, uh, obviously, the ultimate Jedi is Rita Moreno.
1: Oh, of course.
0: Of course, because like
1: she's an international <sighs> treasure.
0: She is an international treasure, and like, what do you do when when you're up against Rita Moreno? You get swallowed whole. You're just, just mm-hmm. consumed alive, never to be seen again.
1: And you Watch her do ex- it to a theater kid at the University of Albany.
0: <laughs> really? I, yeah. She <laughs> swallowed I, his
1: soul like right in front of him.
0: That's fantastic. But and I'm also so, so I'm also in the headspace of like, it's almost like a Beowulf and Grindel kind of situation, too, but it's about Jedi and Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so she would be like the Grindel's mother, I guess, at the end. And then at the end, you get this very kind of upbeat, chipper, mountain goat song about the, the, the horrifying uh, display of uh, violence that you just watched. Uh, to steal a line from the evil dead, it's the ultimate experience in grueling horror. That's this movie. <laughs> what do you think, sirs?
1: I like it. <laughs> it's intense. It's a different take. We haven't had
0: a good like Star Wars horror story yet, I feel like. And I'm sure somebody's going to pop up on our Twitter or someplace and say, well, actually, there's the episode of, I don't care. Star Wars is not TV.
1: And uh, Star Wars hasn't had Rita Moreno eating other Jedi's bones. So how hard would it be? Very Feasting on the
0: bodies of young Jedi. Yes, exactly.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's up next? My turn. My Uh, turn.
0: All right. Your turn. So the song here is by the band Ash. Uh, who we've we've we talked about on uh, Shaun of the Dead I believe that's the only one we've talked about them on so far Uh, but the song is their cover of the Cantina Band song Mad About Me Uh, their version their own take of this so
1: yeah this is jizz am I correct
0: yes Ash (laughs) is jizz wailing here yes (laughs) let's go to a clip Now, the actors I've selected for this, we talked about him a minute ago. Brendan Fraser and Zoe Saldana.
1: All right. So I think um, I want to make this one about Brendan Fraser. Of course, in full prosthetics and makeup. He's an incredibly talented jizz whaler. Just so <laughs> talented. But he struggles. He struggles with self-esteem. Maybe he's got an addiction to blue milk. Um, and then he meets he meets Zoe Saldana, um, who is a jizz singer. And she is... She's the greatest he's ever heard. And the two of them form a partnership, and they're going to just rock the world of jizz until the angry members of the Cantina Band steal her away and like literally kidnap her and take her to Tatooine. And he has to go after them and retrieve his lost love from the Cantina Band.
0: I, I love it. Thanks, sirs. I hate that it has to be called Cantina Band because the title is obvious to me.
1: Mm.
0: A Star yeah. Wars is born.
1: There it is. But with more kidnapping.
0: With lots more kidnapping and and more jizz wailing.
1: Oh, that is a Star Wars is born a Cantina Band story. <laughs> Wonderful by Ash.
0: By Ash. I also I also should note this song was a B side from their 1995 album titled 1977. I like this this take on the Cantina Band music though because it kind of sounds like the Western that Star Wars thinks it is. Yeah, it's neat. It
1: was, it was interesting. I I kind of dug it. So yeah. <laughs> it's, it's no uh it's no mecco uh ewok theme but well n- nothing is or yub nub yub, yub nub, nub yeah it. but nothing is
0: i could have put a cover of yub nub on here and i didn't
1: he chose not to
0: but that artist that artist will appear later don't worry
1: oh boy <laughs> all right i'm ready your next song mm-hmm. is weird al's yoda from dare to be stupid let's get a flip. <laughs> I met him in a swamp down in Dagobah, where it bubbles all the time like a giant carbonated soda. Soda, soda. I saw the little wren sitting there on a log. I asked him his name, and in a raspy voice, he said Yoda. Yoda, Yoda. Yo, 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 yoda. Our actors are Emo Phillips. Since it is Weird Al, after all, oh, naturally, and and Snooki.
0: <laughs> Well, I actually came up with two possible ideas for this one, and these actors fit neither one of them. Oh my god! Okay,
1: they do now.
0: <laughs> Here's my idea. So, okay, I, 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 this is a sentence I'm about to have to say: Emo Phillips and Snooky are a couple.
1: Okay,
0: it a couple tracks. of a couple who had no idea. They were, they were Force-sensitive at all. Not, not, not Jedi, not anything. They, no idea they were Force-sensitive, but they are. And while on vacation, they die in a tragic Sarlacc pit accident.
1: Okay, don't like that.
0: And they come back as Force ghosts.
1: <laughs> okay, I like that.
0: Okay. And they get back to their home, and they discover that an Imperial officer and his family have moved into the house. So to scare them away, they seek the help of a Sith Force ghost. <laughs> But first, before they do this, they try to scare the family away themselves during oh, so a dinner gross. party where they make the family perform Weird Al's Yoda against their will. And it was at this point in writing this out that I realized that Yoda and Deo are anagrams.
1: Amazing.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's, that's, it's, it's Beetlejuice, but with Star Wars and Sith and Force
1: No, I know, like, it's perfect.
0: <laughs> it's There you have it. There we go. Ugh.
1: I love it. Amazing. My other
0: my other idea was just going to be Dead Poets Society, but with the Jedi Academy. But it's not nearly as fun.
1: It's not nearly as funny. <laughs> See Emo Phillips at the front of a Jedi Academy.
0: Oh, Captain, my
1: captain.
0: That's my Emo Phillips impression based on his one scene from UHF.
1: <laughs> Very funny. We saw him open for Weird Al and he was amazing. Oh, nice. He was actually almost better than Weird Al. His song selection that night wasn't great um mm-hmm. uh, emo phillips stole the whole show
0: oh that was the uh that self-indulgent tour that he did yep yeah yeah, yeah. all right i mean uh, uh, unless there's any notes about yoda no notes and i also i want to take a minute or two to talk about the songs as well so what wh- what about yoda by weird al
1: um this was actually the my first exposure to star wars and to wow. weird al my friend uh trista gave me this uh gave me dare to be stupid for my 10th birthday on cassette tape and <laughs> i didn't know about star wars at that point and that sort of that song is the reason we're doing this podcast Amazing. like all of this podcast
0: excellent
1: yeah <laughs>
0: this was I my will, first i owe ex- a lot to it this was my first exposure to the kinks
1: That that too
0: yeah because yeah. like then Actually, then I, I discovered lola after the fact i was like oh wow and Lobo's See, a much d- different experience. I'm sorry, what it
1: is a much different experience. Although I take that back, my first exposure to the Kinks was Ape Man, which I also love.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's a good one too.
1: And um Father Christmas is my favorite Christmas song. I get That's it. It's the first one I play, much to I the chagrin it. of my husband. Doesn't <laughs> not-
0: I do that? All right. Are we ready to move on? We are ready. All right, well, uh, next song comes from uh, Tenacious D's 2012 album, Rise of the Phoenix. This is Here we De- go. This is Death Star. <laughs> Death Star, it's a fucking ship. It's a son of a bitch, y'all, and we're building it. It's gonna take us up into the sky. We don't need the earth. We're gonna fucking fly sky high. Death Star, it's a son of a bitch, y'all. Gonna take us into outer space. Get your shit together, motherfucker. It's not a new human in the sky in the sky your your two actors for this experiment are david cross and bob odenkirk
1: oh yes <laughs> well bob odenkirk plays a contractor okay on the death star he's kind of the foreman um you know he's worked his way up in this construction company he's got a wife and kids um he's doing his best And every morning he stops by this convenience store to buy space coffee, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, and that store is run by David Cross and the two develop a friendship, except that Bob Odenkirk's character, he's not, he's sort of apolitical in that way that he's like, well, you know, we need to, we need to keep people in line. Like, you know, Darth Vader's got some, some good ideas. I mean, I don't want to eliminate people, but. You know, some people are getting a little crazy, but David Cross is part of the rebellion and slowly he starts turning David, he starts turning Bob Odenkirk against the empire. Okay. And starts feeding him that kind of thing. And eventually the two of them form a plan to steal the plans for the Death Star and give them to the rebel alliance. Okay. That's how that's how uh they get them. That's how Princess Leia gets them.
0: That's the good version of, of how they how the rebels get the the death star plans. I like that. I like that.
1: It's like a kind of a prequel. Yeah. So, with a, a little homage to clerks there. The yeah, clerks I like conversation. that. conversation. Yeah.
0: You get you get the um the like the man on the street and not so much you know not everybody's not either you know, space wizards or politicians. You know, how does the regular pe- how does the regular person feel about that?
1: Exactly, and they've just kind of grown up not knowing anything better, right? And it shows how human connection can change. Can change someone's view. So and important,
0: and and I love that all of this is set to the tune of like this ridiculous rock song about how we need to build a Death Star.
1: As so well, obviously, <laughs> uh, Jack and Kyle will have guest appearances oh naturally yeah because we i feel like we couldn't have their song in there without them i think they would be playing in the bar band they wouldn't be playing this song but they'd be playing something else
0: oh okay yeah and
1: we could have some overlap with uh star wars is born Ooh, yeah yeah because i mean you want to keep like extended universe and you know guest appearances easter eggs that kind of shit
0: yeah, Star Wars is a very small neighborhood, but like you know, as, as 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 many people as we can bring into that neighborhood, the better. I I have had a little bit of a different idea about this one, but I I still love yours more.
1: Well, now but I want to hear yours.
0: Death to me, this this Death Star song. It sounded to me like this is the song that like the Empire would commission to try and get the public on their side with the concept of a Death Star. So like let's hire some comedians to make the you know to to let them know that the Death Star is is fun and we need it for survival and it's gonna be great and no, it just kills people.
1: Exactly. And that's how he lured in Bob Odenkirk to got him to work on this project because they told them it's a job creator. And you know, it's like when they send like SWAT tanks to local police forces. Like you don't really need that, but they convince you that you do.
0: Right, and you, we got to offload them somehow, and somebody's got to take it. So yeah, 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 it makes sense. Exactly. Oh boy, I, I'm I'm loving all of these ideas. By the way, oh so fun! <laughs> I would pay to watch all of these.
1: Exactly. Um, I think Death Star might need to be a series, though, like a limited, <laughs> like six episodes. Oh
0: yeah, I could totally see this being a series, and especially with with David Cross and Bob Odenkirk. It's going to be like a lighthearted kind of. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to be a comedy but it could I think be.
1: it has to be a comedy, but, like, with dramatic elements because we know that, like, Bob Odenkirk can do that.
0: Right, a drama. He's so
1: talented, and I hope he wins every award in the world. Mm-hmm. So. I'm ready. Our song is A New Hope by Blink-182 from their 1997 album, Dude Ranch. Let's go to it. And, of course, i for her. i search the moon to bend in the ride naked just lay where are you tonight And who's laying there by your side Every night I fall asleep with you And I wake
0: up alone All right, hit me.
1: Oh, your stars are Lisa Kudrow and Nick Frost.
0: Oof. You stump Okay, you stump me. You legitimately stump me. <laughs>
1: is easy but i mean i'm
0: and i'm taking the song kind of at face value too because i'm not sure how else to read it um but i get this idea like you know so you've got um you know a, a jedi youngling from the temple who escaped the big massacre at the jedi jedi academy right and he's been he's been taken in by uh bail organa and his family and taken back to alderaan because he you know he he's a humanitarian he knows that these kids need a home somewhere. So this kid grows up in the shadow of you know the organa family and the the palace at intrigue and everything and you know he starts he starts to find himself falling in love with their adopted daughter Leia. And you know years pass and they grow up and this Jedi has this young Jedi has sort of fallen on hard times. He's not the Jedi he used to be. But this Jedi is not played by Nick Frost, and he still has this, like, unrequited crush on Princess Leia. And he is thwarted at every step by Lisa Kudrow, (laughs) who is her, I guess, lady-in-waiting. Like, she doesn't want anything to do with you. She wants none of your business. But she tells him, you know, her family would never accept him because of where he came from and what happened. And And in the end, he finds love, but not where he expects to find it. Maybe not with Princess Leia, maybe with somebody who was standing right there in front of him the whole time. Levy, I, love <laughs> I
1: love it. I love we, it.
0: We don't get enough romance, like legitimate romance in Star Wars, you know, and there's there's opportunities there.
1: Where's our Star Wars rom-com? Right? Yeah. Right?
0: I mean, a couple of scenes with Han Solo and Princess Leia. It's fine, but it's we need more. Give us more
1: the people what they want
0: exactly (laughs) you know not everybody can be all space battles and lightsabers all the time
1: and this way Peyton Reed can direct a Star Wars
0: yeah because that's that sounds right up his alley I hadn't thought about that but I hadn't thought about that but that's perfect Mm. very good Uh, as for the song I don't really have any notes it's it's early blink 182 so it's basically all snare drum that's all I can hear (laughs)
1: Yeah, it's very it's very weird, but this was actually the song that I thought of when proposing this episode.
0: Yeah, and another fun, I guess, behind the curtain, fun fact about this episode is when uh, I just threw out a, a list of like 10 random songs to you, and you just immediately said, wow, you picked all of my songs and yeah. five more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that made it easy.
1: Yes. On. Um... But my sister had this album. My sister was a big early Blink-182 fan, so uh-huh. um I always kind of like this song even though it's uh sonically messy.
0: It is. It is it's very uh what's the, what's a polite word abrasive.
1: Yeah. It's it's not a pleasurable listening experience, but um in the early days when people weren't writing tons of songs about Star Wars, you know, you kind of had to make do.
0: Yeah, this is kind of all you got, really. Yeah. I mean, at this point in the nineties, it was this and uh, Chewbacca from the Clerks movie soundtrack.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Which and Yoda
0: and Yoda. Yeah, Yoda's there too. That was it. But uh, yeah, I, I, if 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 you approve of my rom com, I think we can make it for twenty million dollars. It'll make it'll make a hundred. Winna- internationally. It'd be great.
1: I I'm, I I approve. Get Lisa Kudrow's people on the line.
0: Mm-hmm. A New Hope it's, it's a great title for a rom-com People know exactly what they're getting Perfect Are we ready to move on? We are ready Okay, well Just to break things up a little bit, let's go uh, um, From 2001's Life's a Bitch and I'm a Pimp This is MC Chris with the song Fet's Vet Go to a clip
1: My backpacks got jets. Well, I'm Boga, the fat. Well, I for A over my question inside enigma. Get inside a slave one, find your home and signal from end or to heart. With lead spark, I'll find what you want, but there's gonna be a cost.
0: Al- alternatively, the version that I found on uh, iTunes came from the soundtrack to Kevin Smith's Zack and Mary Make a Porno.
1: Hate that part.
0: Yeah, um, which I I l- went and listened to the original and then that one and realized they had cut out a whole bunch of Star Wars sound effects for obvious reasons. <laughs> okay, All right. So Hit me with your pitch. Oh you yeah, gotta yeah.
1: Give me my actors.
0: I, I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, your actors are Pedro Pascal, and I don't know why, but Sarah Silverman.
1: Well, this one's easy. Okay, Pedro Pascal and Sarah Silverman team up because they're going to steal fets vet oh no yeah they're going to take it and they're going to drive to the moon <laughs> so it's a little uh little fast and the furious it's a little bit of kind of a love story because they're childhood friends
0: mm-hmm.
1: and they reconnect. See, Sarah Silverman um, has just gotten out of prison for uh, pod racer theft. Okay. And like, was it really theft? Who's to say? Like, it was like a slight modification. She just took it out for a joyride. She wasn't hurting anyone. Um, yeah, I mean,
0: it's just sitting there. Who's it belong to?
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, private property created crime. So, um, and Pedro Pascal, he. He doesn't want to get involved, but he sees her and sparks fly and she pitches him this idea that they're going to steal Fett's vet (laughs) and they're going to drive to the moon. They're going to get it out of this one horse town and start over. So it's kind of romantic. Not not quite a rom-com, but it's got some romantic road trip elements. You and I love a road trip movie. Of course, Boba Fett's hot on their tail time to get his vet back
0: right so it is, is in this scenario is the vet slave one or is it a separate car vehicle rather
1: separate like he keeps it for weekends
0: okay the slave too yeah which i guess we can't legally call it that anymore but that's that's i don't know i don't know what else to call it
1: it's Fett's vet Right. And he, you know, polishes it up on weekends. He drives it around, tries to pick up chicks. It was his dad's car and like he takes pride in it. I get uh, that. it was yeah. previously Django Fett's vet. And these two punk cats steal it.
0: They steal it, yeah. I-, I never thought of Boba Fett as like a as a, a Vin Diesel Don Toretto character, but it kinda tracks. <laughs> it's kinda Yeah per- <laughs> Dude, you say here we go because all of a sudden now I'm on like Fast and the Furious brain because yeah <laughs> here we go I'm thinking about Fast and the Furious now
1: <laughs> as a road trip movie I
0: I yeah. could totally see that yeah like especially if like the the constant threat of Boba Fett catching up to them is out there that's great
1: yeah like I I started with Fast and the Furious but I pivoted right so I
0: it started Fast and the Furious and then turned into Badlands I love that.
1: this could be this is fun
0: this is good and of course i
1: think we need more we need more crime films in the star wars universe
0: oh yeah like i always said that you know what they should do is they should remake more kurosawa films as into star wars films because that's obviously what you know george lucas wanted to do from the beginning so
1: see like a straight-up heist film like at some sort of like casino on Coruscant like let's get oceans 11 going here
0: there you go yeah like it's kind of what Rogue One was supposed to be I thought but we didn't get that
1: not the Rebel Alliance stealing plans from the Empire nothing like that no just a straight-up heist film but like with aliens
0: fair enough yeah uh, uh, not not a serious heist but a fun heist
1: a straight-up heist film it has nothing to do Mm -hmm. with the First Order or anything it's just a fucking heist film. You can have Luke Skywalker walk by in the background if you need that continuity and connection. I don't give a fuck. Um, but let's get Ocean's 11 but Star Wars.
0: It's a great opportunity to collect like all the bounty hunters into one room. You know? I see uh, so We are,
1: good are at- so good at this game.
0: <laughs> We're so good at this game and it's so easy. Why don't why don't they make any of these movies?
1: we should just start calling and pitching every 10 minutes
0: hey Kathleen Kennedy hey it's me again I got another idea
1: Star War for you
0: I went to the bathroom and came back with three more you want to hear them (laughs) this is wicked easy why aren't y'all doing any of these I don't want to be the guy who like dumps on Kathleen Kennedy that's You, you can't you can't blame her for everything guys no, but she's just doing it. You can't
1: blame her for not making Fett's Bet starring Pedro Pascal and Sarah Silverman. Absolutely. You can hold her accountable for what she has failed to do.
0: And, you know, Pedro Pascal, especially like, you know, him being the Mandalorian and everything, it's a great opportunity for him to like actually show his face in a Star Wars thing, you know?
1: Yeah, show that face. Yeah.
0: He's a cool dude. He's a handsome man. Why wouldn't you put that face in a Star Wars?
1: All right. Joe
0: Alright, hit me
1: Our next song is The Swish by The Hold Steady It's (laughs) from their 2004 album, Almost Killed Me Let's go to a clip Alright Tights and skirts, baby skirts and tights We used to shake it up and shake her heights This chick, she looks just like a party spike. She seems shaggy but nice Baby, one hour photo. Actors are Tom Waits and Zendaya Oh,
0: this is perfect. Okay, great <laughs> So I'm imagining another rock band to start okay. with <laughs> So Tom Waits is awesome. Zendaya can be the singer Tom Waits is the, I guess, the, the guitarist, the brains behind the operation And the band is frantically trying to make it to their show in Mos Eisley before showtime but they're constantly being waylaid by different um, different parties that want to that want to either stop them or kill them, or you know the Imperials have to hold them up at checkpoints because they think they may be harboring rebel spies. A bounty hunter is out to get Tom Waits. Really? All you know, there's all just think of all of the things that could possibly go wrong with a rock band trying to make it to their show on time. You know the
1: get him to the Greek.
0: Kind of. Yeah, exactly. You know, the, the 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 speeder bus breaks down halfway through the desert, um, you know, stuff like that. Little little kind of episodic mishaps like that. And in the end, I don't want to spoil it, but we kind of have to. In the end, the band is saved because uh, lo and behold, the Tuscan Raiders owe the lead singer a favor.
1: Nice. Bring it all around.
0: Bring it all back. And she's been constantly telling people this the whole movie. No one believes her because it's just ridiculous. But then
1: Tusken Raiders, we come to think of them as bad guys because, you know.
0: Yeah, because they... some, un- some unfortunate uh, uh, nicknaming on George Lucas's part. And, you know, they're, they're, they're just trying to live their lives. Yep. Yeah. But if, if you respect them and if you do right by them, they'll return the favor one day. Exactly, but I like this idea that like the singer keeps keeps trying to brag about how like oh yeah the Tuscans owe me a favor they owe me a favor never comes through because no one believes her and then in the end the Tuscan Raiders that. save the day. I love it. And they get on stage and they play a rocking uh, uh, concert, rocking set as as the credits roll, and you get this you could you could do a soundtrack album to go with it. Tom Waits and Zendaya that would be amazing.
1: Yeah, that would be unbelievable. Yeah. Again, of- we need more Star Wars musicals.
0: Yeah, one hundred percent. And all of this is based on the this song, which to me just has the sound of like a rock band trying to speed through traffic.
1: Yes, you know. Um, And I'm a a fan of the Holt Steady. I'm I'm a big fan of their album Thrashing Through the Passion, Mm -hmm. uh, because they really do have like that urgency to them that I kind of dig.
0: Right. It's it's kind of it's like bar band energy, but like on drugs, on crack or something. (laughs) Yes, but then,
1: like, but poetic stream yeah, of consciousness. It,
0: it's frantic, but it's poetic. Yes, it's great. And so, but we could also, you know, bring in the bands from a, a couple of our other uh, films, from the Cantina Band and yes. the band that uh, Tenacious D play in Death Star. Come back. We could have a a, a benefit concert with all three of them. Yeah. You know,
1: we created our own mini extended universe tonight.
0: Like, imagine it's like a Disney plus exclusive and it's like a benefit concert for, you know, some real actual charity. But it's like all these artists playing their Star Wars bands live in concert.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's only only it's uh, it's not a concert and it's not for charity. And there's no music either. And you don't have to be a guy. guy.
0: (laughs) We can't help ourselves, folks. I'm sorry. Okay. Okay.
1: Love it. What's my next one.
0: All right. So I wanted to break up, break this up a little bit because we had Blink-182, and I, I didn't want to jump straight into a song that kind of sounds like Blink-182. So this is the band Nerf Herder from their 2016 album, Rockingham. The song is called I'm the Droid You're Looking For. Let's go to a clip. No, you can't hold me off forever. And now your actors, and this is literally what I wrote. So first, you've got Anya Taylor-Joy. And again, this is literally what I wrote. That one kid from Stranger Things. Which one? Doesn't matter. Pick one. They're all the same.
1: Is it Finn Wolfhard?
0: Sure. (laughs) Whichever one you thought of first, it's that one.
1: I'm the droid you're looking for, starring Anna Taylor-Joy and Finn Wolfhard. Okay. That is his name, right? That is
0: his name. I was I was being funny. Like I That's
1: a fake name. I
0: just I just wrote down that one kid from Stranger Things just because I wanted to see which one you would say. <laughs> so you
1: Matthew Modine.
0: Oh, man! Okay, no, but I'm sorry, we are stuck with Finn Wolfhard.
1: Finn Wolfhard is the original owner of C three PO. That Anakin stole the parts from.
0: Oh shit.
1: Anakin's a little punk and more than that when Qui-Gon was testing midichlorians he act- actually got uh Finn Wolfhard's sample not Anakin's so <laughs> he grows up to be this you know this Jedi with all these powers he lost his droid Anakin's kind of taken everything from him, but then he meets Anna Taylor-Joy, who she's a punk Jedi. She doesn't play by the rules, and she's going to teach him Jedi ways, and they're going to retrieve the C-3PO unit that Anakin Skywalker stole.
0: I like this. Okay. So 3PO has not yet gone on the adventures that he would eventually go on. This is kind of a prequel to the prequels.
1: Yeah, it's sort of an in-between Uh, Phantom Menace and the one the second one that's not the Phantom Menace
0: a tweener prequel okay even better (laughs) well yeah because like once Anakin leaves Tatooine and he leaves 3PO behind well what the hell what the hell do you do with it then you know that's that's great like what happens to 3PO after that
1: and then of course they have to uh, join um, against the Sith of course obvious I mean that's standard practice right We need more female Jedis.
0: Oh, absolutely we do. I'm very glad that you did not go with the rom-com route because that's where I would have taken it. But we already did that, so we're good.
1: She's going to train him to be bigger, faster, stronger, better. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. So we also get like a Star Wars. We could do like a, we're going to try to have to get uh, Daft Punk back together to do the soundtrack album.
1: Yeah, because they're robots, so they are also the droids we're looking for.
0: They are very much the droids we're looking for for this project. I love that. As soon as we had this idea, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to talk about Nerf Herder because, you know, it's a Star Wars band, and I happen to enjoy them because I was going to make a joke and have you talk about uh, their song, Mr. Spock, because I'm an idiot, and I thought that was funny. (laughs) And then I remembered they actually did do a Star Wars song, so that worked out perfect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Nice try, because then I would have had to talk about Picard, and you would have had to deal with my weird obsessions. All of
0: our peccadillos are coming home to roost.
1: Yeah.
0: But no, I I do appreciate that this song is almost entirely written in in lines of dialogue from Star Wars. That's
1: cute.
0: It's, 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 It's cute, but not like too clever, you know?
1: It's found poetry.
0: There you go. It's found poetry.
1: I always... At one time with a poem I wrote about Roadhouse. Really? Yeah, it was called Dalton's Lament and it was the only thing I wrote at the 2017 uh, writer's camp because mm-hmm. I was so burnt out and tired that I wrote a poem like while laying in a hammock. It was just beautiful.
0: <laughs> That's wonderful.
1: Shout out to Barrelhouse, House, my peeps.
0: Art can happen anywhere. Fantastic. No, I always liked Nerf Herder because I've always said that they were like weezer if weezer was in on the joke that weezer is stupid
1: <laughs> but don't you also unironically like weezer
0: only a little bit
1: 90s boy I, yeah
0: i like the blue album i like pinkerton what of it
1: blue, blue album's a good album pinkerton's pretty okay i haven't heard it since like 11th grade or whatever but
0: i like I some of the songs on right. it but at a certain point i do kind of get like compl- entirely over Rivers' shit. So I, I understand.
1: He's he's the modern-day Morrissey.
0: Oh, man, that's so true. He's the
1: millennial Morrissey. He really is.
0: That's so true. It hurts. <laughs> I hate it. Thanks.
1: Every generation has their ma's.
0: <sighs> I'm so old.
1: Oh. All right, you want your final song?
0: Hit me. I'm ready.
1: All right. Your last Star Wars movie slash song is What Would a Wookiee Do by Clutch Mm -hmm. from their 2005 compilation Pitchforks and Lost Needles. Let's go to a clip. All
0: All right.
1: Our actors are Renee Zellweger and William Zabka.
0: Oh, no. Okay. Huh. I can make this work. Okay.
1: I believe in you.
0: Yes. So, William Zabka, this film takes place several years after the events of the sequel trilogy, right? It's been years since Chewbacca has lost everybody that he loved. Han Solo, murdered. Luke Skywalker, sacrificed himself. Princess Leia, gone. He's finally free of his life debt. Until one day, Chewbacca is accidentally uh, saved from a speeding car by William Zabka. (laughs) And he now owes Zabka a life debt.
1: Love it. (laughs) Don't we all, though?
0: (laughs) We kind of do but oh zabka he's got he's got a predicament of his own he's estranged from his wife and his kid he's got to pay child support intergalactic child support which is just expensive as hell he's trying to find some kind of grift some kind of game that he can you know some way to hustle the money that he needs to pay the child support and the alimony and all this awful stuff and as soon as he realizes that he's got a wookiee In his corner, he knows exactly what he has to do. William Zabka and Chewbacca visit every bar and cantina from here to Cloud City. And Chewbacca will challenge the biggest, baddest smuggler in the bar to an arm wrestling contest. Over the top.
1: (laughs) I love it. Can we, I just, I have to interject here because I've always wanted this. Uh Uh-huh can we have a special guest appearance by Kenny Johnson? Because I've always wanted like him and William Zabka to play brothers. And he is at what he was at one point, the number two ranked arm wrestler in the world.
0: (laughs) I am all for it. You know, he's yeah. He's the, he can be the guy who gives them the tip on like the, the one last, like the big payday, the big tournament, you know, but I also just now remembered, I got to work Renee Zellweger into this. She's the ex-wife, you know, and she's trying to track him down. She's tired of waiting around for that money. She is hopped on the next freighter and she's going to track these assholes down (laughs) then this the b story is about her making her own way in the galaxy and realizing that oh this is uh, you know the rough and tumble world may be for her because she enjoys it a little too much and she's got the kid in tow too
1: i like that for renee zellweger Say what? Happy for her. Yeah, I said I I like that for Renee yeah. Zellweger. Happy for her. Yeah, she, she she can she can
0: prove that she's got what it takes. You know, she can hold her own in a in an arm wrestling contest if she has to.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I I love it. I was that might be my favorite one so far. Yeah, like I wasn't
0: expect like, I wasn't expecting to do um like an 80s like sports this is this is the like it's a sports movie basically you know and Chewbacca is like the hired muscle and it's, it's perfect I love it oh boy
1: well last song of the night
0: last song of the night uh, of course we haven't you know there's two Weird Al songs out there that we could talk about so this is the second one this is the saga begins from Weird Al's 1999 album Running With Scissors so let's go to a clip
1: I still will keep
0: uh it's it's a song all right
1: i got to see him do this like in the front row this and yoda Mm -hmm. when i saw him for the first time i think at suny delhi and he held the microphone down to me and i always thought he looked like dumb hot as a jedi like dumb hot
0: oh with like the obi-wan braid and everything
1: not the like the curly fro and the glasses you're just like damn <laughs> Weird Al is hot. Like, who I, expected that? I have
0: a very distinct memory of seeing that music video for the first time in like '99. And I'm, you know, as a huge Star Wars fan, I see that. I don't immediately realize it's Weird Al. And I'm like, who the fuck is this making fun of Star Wars? And about 10 seconds later, oh, it's Weird Al.
1: <laughs> oh, also, I'm. Um... Fun fact, yeah. uh, connecting to our previous episode, uh, this album also features a parody of Zoot Riot by the Cherry Poppin' Daddies.
0: This is true.
1: fruit diet. This is yes. true.
0: And also one the, one of the the, the uh, canonical uh, standards of, of Boos, your horoscope for yes. today as well. Yes,
1: which features Real Big Fish, who I believe are the gods of Boos.
0: Yes, absolutely. No,
1: I guess the gods of Boos really would be the Mighty Mighty Boss Stones, now that I think about it, because that's where the term originates.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, they're they're the uh, the urtext. Yes. <laughs> so your uh, your performers, your um, cast for the saga begins, and I am so sorry to have to do this to you, but as soon as I wrote this down, I thought it's too funny not to do.
1: I gave you Snooky, so I guess anything's game. All
0: right, are you ready? I'm ready. I have one word for you. Weezer.
1: The whole band Weezer.
0: The whole band Weezer.
1: The entire band, Weezer, this sucks for them (laughs) because Jabba the Hutt put them up as collateral when he bet on the pod race. Oh, no. And now he has lost. And Weezer (laughs) is taken in by the winner of the pod race betting. So the winner of this bet is none other than Willow.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Davis is spotted. Willow canonically belongs to the Star Wars universe. Oh, Weezer is now owned by Willow.
0: That makes a weird amount of sense, but I'm here for it. I'm, I'm all and about They this. need.
1: He has to, he's going to take them. I mean, he'll be kind to them. Oh, sure. But... This is great because Willow needs people on his journey to retrieve a golden chalice from the Sith Lord. Okay. Vegas. Darth Vegas. (laughs) Who is played by late great Ray Liotta
0: that's a fucking movie right there people that's amazing (laughs) you took the idea of a saga beginning and started your own like your completely separate pocket universe away from Star Wars I love it (laughs) and I I, I don't know what role Weezer would play in any of this but I appreciate that they're there (laughs)
1: Out that they end up sort of being bards, right. and at one point they are in a cantina, and they have no money, and so they're in this bar or in this cantina, and this cantina is run by Chris Maloney,
0: ooh, that's a good who's one. wearing
1: a tank top. They have no money, so Weezer, they're like, we can do this, and they play for Chris Maloney and his ragtag group of barflies.
0: Mhm. Mhm.
1: Fun fact, if you look in the bar, Mickey Rourke is in there.
0: Of course he is.
1: Yes. He doesn't even need a costume. He just looks like that naturally. As
0: Marv or just Mickey Rourke?
1: Just Mickey Rourke looking like shit.
0: Okay, fair enough. Fair enough.
1: But he's loving Weezer. Oh. <laughs> They're just so excited and they get lots of money and can continue on their space quest.
0: Fair enough. I feel like this this quest will take them to Endor at some point.
1: It's, of course,
0: naturally. I mean, naturally, <laughs> will, the movie Willow takes place in Endor, kind of anyway, right?
1: They never. I mean, Endor's a full ass forest moon, so we don't know. I mean, we only see a very small segment of Endor.
0: This is very true. <sighs>
1: okay. Okay. I
0: I was curious to see what you would do with Weezer, and I I like that you basically took it as as a. Um, a uh, dealer's choice card, because bring it in Chris Maloney and um, uh, Mickey Rourke, A+. plus. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So,
1: did you catch on to the little game I was playing with all of yours?
0: Probably not.
1: <laughs> all right. Here's the spoiler. Okay, hit me. Each one of them had an actor that has been featured in a previous OST party.
0: God, why do I not realize this stuff?
1: <laughs> Exception of Rita Moreno. Not yet. Not yet. Snooki and Zendaya.
0: I just picked ones that I thought were funny. <laughs> but you know what? I think I think we've got lots of great ideas here. I love yes, we, all of them.
1: These are great Star Wars films, and everyone should uh, demand that Disney make them.
0: Yeah, I mean, if they can spend... Way better
1: than anything else.
0: If they could spend, uh, you know, $200 million on Ant-Man 83 or whatever the hell, they can they can shave off...
1: And not even put Lewis in it? What the hell? Right! I needed Lewis to sum up the other the rest of the movie for me.
0: They can certainly, like, shave off $5 million here or there to let people like us make our own Star Wars, you know?
1: Exactly. So call up Disney and demand to see what would a wookiee do yes starring william zabka and renee zelliger (laughs) i
0: i briefly considered william zabka as chewbacca and then i thought no that's too much and also it it robs us of william zabka
1: exactly so
0: william zabka and chewbacca like together
1: together at last i
0: I hate that chewbacca had to land himself back into another life debt but you know what say la vie uh
1: he's going like they're living it's a good life debt he's living his best life debt. He
0: gets, yeah he gets to he gets to hang out in bars all day
1: yeah and our um, wrestle eg- awesome. exactly it's great wow so what are we doing next week
0: uh well the Brendan Fraser renaissance continues as we're going to take a look at the 1994 film airheads
1: we should have put Steve Busce- Buscemi in a Star Wars
0: oh he's been secretly in all of them <laughs> he'll have a role in all of them it, don't worry yes He's gonna be at least in in one of these rock bands. You know, he's the greatest guitarist in the world. Self-taught.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no lessons.
0: No lessons. So obviously he's gotta be there. But also in uh in airheads, you know, he's he's the bass player. We know he can play bass. If there's a film out there where he plays drums, we got the whole package.
1: Exactly. He can do it all.
0: All right. Uh well, yeah, like we said, we'll uh try to put a Twitter poll up for this and ask you find people which which of these ideas do you think was the best i'm not sure how that's going to turn out but we'll see um so go to twitter at ost party for that and you can uh follow us on there and facebook i guess and we're also where else are we anywhere no no okay anywho uh libby where can our listeners find you on the
1: internet you can find me on twitter at libby cudmore you can find me on Instagram at record underscore Saturday, or you can check me out over on the Misbehaven podcast, where we are anxiously awaiting season three of The Righteous Gemstones. Joe, where can they find you?
0: You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cordial Wombat. Uh, I try to, I try to, every time they put out like a new Twitter alternative, I try to get the name Cordial Wombat because I just like it too much. So uh, if you're on social media, look for Cordial Wombat. It's probably me. Uh, Also, you can find me on the Christmas Creeps podcast yelling about Christmas movies all year round. We just kicked off the dumbest gimmick I've ever come up with, Noarch Madness.
1: Mm, It's a stretch, but I like it.
0: (laughs) Where we're going to be talking about a couple of uh, film noir Christmas movies. Uh,
1: Oh, I'm game. You
0: know, Noir Vimber, that's for posers. Noarch Madness is where it's at. The dumber the gimmick, the better. But you can find that at Christmas Creeps on Twitter. Uh, so, uh, there, unless there's any other business, I believe that's the show.
1: That's it for tonight. All right,
0: folks. Well, uh, for the OST Party, I'm Joseph Wade.
1: And I'm Libby Cudmore.
0: May the force be with you.
1: And also with you.